welcome. I'm E.G. Marshall. Is there anything more insidiously disturbing, awake or asleep, than the slow drip, drip, drip of a faucet with a worn washer? A tap, not quite turned off. An unknown leak somewhere in the plumbing. Particularly in the far reaches of the night. It can murder sleep better than Macbeth. But even by day. Our mystery drama, The Lady of the Mist, was written especially for the Mystery Theater by Ian Martin and stars Rosemary Murphy. It is sponsored... Drayton Manor is not nearly as old as the house of Drayton itself. By that I mean that the structure is probably not much over 200 years old. But the Drayton family is listed in Burke's peerage as far back as the War of the Roses. And the present house is certainly built on the foundations of the ancient castle which guarded the head of the lake and the river that feeds into it. But this is 1975. And once again, a remodeling is in order. Well, I located the trouble right here, Lady Drayton. Miss Drayton, Mr. Giles. The title, such as it is, evolves only on the men in direct line. My brother Charles, for example. Or if I had a son. You, a son? We shall hope it isn't likely since I'm not married. So... That great booming drip of water I hear in my bedroom is just caused by this leaky old faucet. All it is, Bob, but it bounces off the drain and makes it all echoey-like and strange from below. Can't we do something to stop it? My brother and his new bride have to sleep right under this. I tried a new washer, Mum, but the old stem is so warm... Can you stop the noise is the important thing. Oh, Lord, yes. All it takes is to be careful. Like when you turn off this here cold tap, you just gives it an extra little nudge-like, and she's tight as a drum. Well, thank heavens. That drip, drip, drip was like the Chinese water torture. Enough to drive a person stark, staring mad. Oh, <laughs> Nothing new in these parts, though, or in this family. Hey, your ladyship. Miss Giles. Miss. Sir Charles is the lord of the manor, but in this day and age, who pays attention to such things anymore? Oh, around here we cling to the old ways and the old superstitions. Sort of rubs off on you without your knowing it, you might say. Just looking out that window there at the waterfall, twilight coming on as it is, if I didn't know better, I could swear I could see the lady of the mist peering through there like it was a veil or a curtain. Now, come along, Giles. I don't know what's come over you. Oh, just remembering and hoping she's resting easy now. Who? Her. What puts the water madness on you like she did to poor Sir Charles' first wife? Oh, Giles, nobody knows if the woman really ever existed. It's all just folk legend. Oh, she existed all right. You'll never convince me or any of the plain folk here about she didn't. Lonely she is, calling people across the veil to the other side to keep her company. And the animals... What? Well, they've took the water madness again ever since the news of the wedding. Peter Dombey found two of his sheep wandered, and they came up drowned in the lake. 
And I'll ask me old cow. I'll take odds that's where she's off to. Oh, she'll, she'll turn up one of these days. If your lady of the mist is lonely for company, why pick on animals? I'm sure she'd rather have someone to talk to. But even if she doesn't, why does she return them? Dead, she does. It's the soul she wants is all, you see. Shades and specters, just like herself. And it isn't only animals. What about the bludgeon boy five years ago, eh? And comes to that. What about her poor first ladyship ten years ago? Why, Giles, you know that was an accident. Suicide, some still whisper. What nonsense. You saw her slip yourself and me try to save her. Ah, so I did, so I did. But lately, I've taken to wondering if maybe the lady didn't call her. Especially with Sir Charles marrying again. I haven't any more time listening to country gossip. Come along, Giles. We've loads to do to prepare for them coming. I don't know how we'll ever manage it. At least that drip has been fixed. Pick up your tools and let's get along. Yes, sir. And I don't want to hear one word of this from now on. Do you hear? I want this Lady of the Mist put to rest. Oh, yes, um. If only she'll stay there. I should have been more vexed with Giles if I hadn't been so put out with Charles. Of course, I was a perfect fool to have financed his little jaunt to Europe and more than that, to let him go alone. I knew, of course, there would be women. There always are in Charles's life. That he would get married again. Well, it was just like the first. I hope you'll take to Meg, Vanessa, darling. Oh, I know I will. I mean, how couldn't I, since she's your sister? Well, she's quite a bit older than I, you know, and Margaret, uh, Meg, is sort of county if that means anything. You mean Gross Point, Michigan, Philadelphia, Main Line, that sort of thing? <laughs> Do I? Yes, well, I can live with that. It's how I was brought up. Oh, I can't imagine it. You, Tweedy, stuffy, and old-fashioned. Oh, no, not me. I'm kind of a heller, matter of fact. You? Oh, I warned you before we got married that I'm not quite the real me. I mean, I... I'm just... Still so shook up after Mom and Dad told themselves in that car wreck. Oh, darling. You know, until I met you, I thought I'd never be myself again. But thanks to you, I'm on the way. You know, I, I feel a little guilty about it. But, Charles, I've never been so happy in my whole life. Well, just give me the chance and I'll make you that always. You know, I was just thinking. What? The manor is pretty far out and sort of isolated. Oh, but while I'm getting my head put together again, it's just what I need to be alone with you. Well, we shan't be exactly alone. I mean, there's always Meg. Oh, darling, I don't mind at all about sharing the house with her. You're the one I'm going to be selfish enough not to want to share with anyone. Oh, come on, Charles. I'm dying to get there. <laughs> Meg, this is Vanessa. How do you do? I'm so glad to meet you. Okay, may I call you Meg? 
And, and please call me Van. Yes, of course. Van. <laughs> well, I must say, I've never seen you so bowled over, Meg. Of course, Vanessa is radiantly beautiful, but... It isn't uh, that. Of course she is, but you didn't warn me that she'd be so incredibly like... I'm sorry. Perhaps I put my foot in it. No, that's all right, Meg. I know Charles was married before. He told me all about it. He did? Well, of course I did. Thing to do, after all. Van and I have no secrets. Brenda never was strong, and the pneumonia was just too much for her. Do I really look so much like her, Meg? My dear, time dims memories. There is a resemblance, but just for a moment. And one can see that there's nothing weak about you. Pity I was silly enough to bring the whole subject up. Now, come along in and let's see about getting you settled. But I was lying, of course. The resemblance to me was startling. So startling that for a moment it had taken my breath away. And I had found my heart pounding in my head as if saying, She's come back. Not again. Oh, no, not again. Couldn't be again. But the pleasant, familiar process of dinner and after-dinner coffee buried such thoughts below the veneer of normal hospitality. It wasn't until Charles went out to put the car away and close up the garage that they started to sneak back insidiously. More coffee, Meg? Oh, I, I, I didn't mean to sound as if I were taking over. I just... Oh, my dear, it's your house now. Oh, our house, I hope. You can't know what it is to... To have a family again, feel cared for, and not alone. You took your mother and father's death very hard, I suspect. I, I, I flipped. It was so sudden. Well, I mean, everyone knows that in the normal course of events, you're going to lose your father and your mother, but, but you think, or I guess in hindsight, I thought there'd be some advanced warning. It wouldn't just happen like one minute they were there and the next minute they were gone, gone forever. We have to take these things in our stride. Yes, but do you know what happened on my 18th birthday? No, I, no, I didn't. They were hurrying to get back in time to spend it with me. <laughs> my birthday surprise. And instead, the surprise I got was six months in a psychiatric clinic and another year on the couch. Good heavens. Oh, oh, don't look so shocked. It, it's all behind me now. I'm an old lady of 20 now with her head just about screwed back on straight. And Charles. Well, Charles is the one who will complete my cure. Now that I've got him, I don't need anything else. I just hope I can be woman enough to make him feel the same about me. Well... You girls get acquainted while the old man's back was turned? I hope so. <laughs> I'm sure I learned a great deal. Now, I think I should leave you two alone. Oh, you don't have to move, Meg. I was going to suggest to Van that we go on up to our room. It's been a long day. All right, Van? Oh, yes, dear. Let's go up to our room. Our room. Two words like a scalpel which opened up the wound and... Let me look at it openly for the first time since the news of the marriage. Our room. Why, that was my room, which I had to vacate to accommodate this, this intruder. Worse than that, an intruder returned almost as a ghost to haunt me. Brenda, as she was ten years ago. I crossed to the window and looked out. 
The park was bathed in bright moonlight. At the end of it, the beams glistened and bounced off the silver lake, and the mist of the waterfall that fell from the cliff into it. I couldn't hear Charles and Van, of course, but later I was to know a part of their conversation which charted my course. Charles, come here to the window. Huh? What are you looking at, darling? How peaceful and lovely it all is. And that curtain of stars falling down to the lake. Every drop of water in the moonlight looks like a star. Uh, yes, y- yes, my dear. Now, now, come away. Let's, let's get to bed. Just one moment. Let me soak it all in. Look, Charles. Isn't it strange? What? The waterfall. If you look at it long enough, you could swear that that column of mist Looks like the figure of a white lady looking out from her window into the night. Like me. For heaven's sake, come away from the window, Brenda. And... Brenda? I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I meant Vanessa. Oh, forgive me, my darling. That's Meg's fault, talking about her tonight. I won't ever make such a slip again, I promise you. Everything's going to be all right. <laughs> get that feeling that it isn't going to be all right at all? Ancient legends that people refuse to let die. A first wife who seems to be afflicted with the same problem. And a sister who seems to feel that her way of life has been threatened. Not a very auspicious homecoming for a new and young wife whose only search is for peace and love. I shall return shortly with Act Two. Too much of my life is concerned with brooding night fancies, which vanish with the light of dawn. Certainly breakfast the following morning has been a pleasant and cheerful meal, with the bright sun streaming in the windows and drenching the green grass of the park and the dancing blue of the lake with sparkling warmth. Now as Van, Meg, and Charles rise from the table... I'm glad you slept well, Van. I certainly did, Meg, like a top. Well... What's on the program for you two today? Well, I thought maybe Van might like to have a look at some of the scenery around the manor. First of all, I want to start by walking down to the lake and looking at that mysterious lady I saw last night. What mysterious lady? Oh, it's just that old optical illusion that... Oh, good morning, Giles. You were looking for me? Uh, I beg your pardon, sir, but Molly said you'd be finished breakfast and it'd be all right for me to come in. Of course it is, child. And you haven't met Sir Charles' new wife, have you? Van, dear, this is Mr. Giles Folkham, who lives down the road and who's not only an invaluable part of the family, so to speak, but also a fount of local knowledge. How do you do, Mr. Giles? Oh, Lord bless me, lady. <laughs> not Mr. Giles, it is. Plain and simple. Oh, I... Giles is our jack of all trades and master of most of them. Um, Giles... Did you want something? Oh, I guess uh, I wanted to know if you'd be wanting the horses ready this morning. Ah. Well, what do you say, Van? We can ride, use the carriage, or potter about in the car? Well, we've got to go down to the lake first. I want to look for the lady. Oh, begging your pardon, Mum, but if I was you, I'd stay away from the lake. 
At least for a while. What does that mean, Giles? Why, you know what I was telling you, Miss Drayton, and you said that I... Oh, you mean all that nonsense about the water madness turning up again. Did you find your car? Now, wait a minute. What's all this about water madness? Well, uh, you know, sir. It seems everyone knows but me. Can't I be let in? Oh, it's just some silly local superstition. Why don't you get along and have a nice ride? Yes, why not? What shall it be, Van? Auto, carriage, or some good stout horse flesh? I'm a nice, docile little mare, if you fancy the last, and I did see some riding clothes of yours, didn't I? Oh, yes, I'd love to ride, but no docile little mares, please. I'd like something with a little get-up-and-go. <laughs> well, excuse me, Meg. I'll go up and change. You coming, Charles? Oh, I'm half-dressed for riding already. You could bring down my jacket, if you will, or I'll be up in a moment. Just want to check out the tack with Giles. Right, dear. Uh, you go ahead, Giles. Ride with you. As you say, sir. Meg, what's all this about Giles's cow? Oh, you know, the usual. It's been a dry summer, and while you were off in Europe, a few cattle turned up drowned. Giles lost a cow? No. At the moment, it's just missing. But of course, he's convinced the lady of the mist is up to her old trick. Now, look here, Meg. I don't want any of this nonsense brought up in front of Van. I'm sorry, but you have to know sooner or later. Oh? You don't like Vanessa? I didn't say that. Then what are you saying? Great heavens. Are you too blind to see for yourself? The resemblance... You've married the same woman you did 12 years ago, except for the accent. It's like bringing a ghost back to haunt us all. I think we'll stop this right here, Meg. I'm quite madly in love with Van. It's a whole different thing than that childish schoolboy marriage of years ago. But if you don't like it, you can get out. You don't have to live here. May I remind you that the manor may be yours by entail. But it's my money that keeps it running ever since you gambled your own away. Now, let me tell you something in return. As it happens, Vanessa was left a very rich girl. And not only has she given everything to me in her will, but she's already given me power to handle her money. So I don't need you anymore, Meg. The apron strings have come untied. Charles, I don't want to quarrel. I don't know how this started. Nor do I. I just want you to know how things stand. Like it here, and you're welcome to stay. If you don't like it, you can lump it. At first, I was shocked beyond belief. Charles hadn't defied me since he was a little child and I was left to bring him up. Then suddenly, I was monstrously furious. The years were rolled back and it was Brenda all over again. An interloper chased me from my room and from my rightful position. Title or not, I was the Lady of Drayton Manor. It was mine. And nobody was going to take it away from me. It didn't take me long to recover. It was just something to handle, as I always managed to handle things. The only question was how. That would have to be resolved. In the meanwhile, as time passed, things progressed exactly as I might have foretold. Charles! Oh, what is it, Van? You're not going off. 
leaving me like this? Well, good Lord, it's only for the day. I can't let old Gookie down. The pheasant are running, and we always shoot over our land together. Why can't I go with you? Oh, don't be silly, Van, my dear. Hunting is men's business. No place for a woman. I'll be back by twilight. And leave me alone again all day? Not alone. You'll have Meg around for company. It isn't working that way, Charles. I'm afraid... I don't think Meg likes me. Oh, what nonsense. Meg's a bit stiff and formal, that's all. You'll break her down. Now, don't hold me up, darling. Can't keep Gooky waiting. Just like Brenda. The woman. <laughs> I should say the girl. Just didn't fit in with our sort at all. Ah. <gasps> <sighs> That's the last of the draperies, your ladyship. Where shall I have them took? What on earth's going on here? Oh, just a moment, Nick. Right up to my bedroom suite, Giles. Oh, yes, your ladyship. I asked you a question. I'm sorry. I I, I didn't mean to be rude. I'm going to do over our bedroom, for a start, anyway. Do over the bedroom? But it's it's full of family heirlooms. Excuse me. You can start taking them up, Giles. Yes, your ladyship. See, that's just the trouble, Meg. What? Well, they are heirlooms, and... (laughs) I'm sorry, but they loom over me. I'm trying to shake off all the cobwebs I've been fighting against. I I don't want a past. I want the future for myself and for Charles. Oh, I know that that heavy old furniture and those musty old drapes are tradition, but they... They depress me, and I want it to be light and airy. So please try to understand. Oh, I understand, my dear. Of course I understand. This was just the beginning. First the drapes, then the furniture, then me. Relics of the past to be thrown aside. Well, I had no intention of being cast aside. But I had to bide my time. So I concealed my feelings, and I waited. You know, Van, darling, I've been thinking, and I... I do owe you an apology. You do? Why? Oh, about the hunting thing and other stuff. I've I've been neglecting you, I suddenly realized, and I... I never meant to. Oh, darling, I do miss you, but I, I can't take up all your time. It's only that... Well, while we're on a... A sort of honeymoon. Yes, I I know, I know. I tell you what, why don't we run up to London for a little trip? Oh, I'd love it. And while we're there, we'll go on a real shopping spree. Yes, anything you say. You know what I want to do? What? The whole house. Refurnish it. Let some light and fresh air in. Would you mind? Oh, not I, but... uh... Meg. I'm afraid she won't be very happy about it. Oh, she'll come around, and if she doesn't, we'll pack her off on a jaunt to the continent or around the world or something. <laughs> a matter of fact, if we have to, we'll just move her out altogether. <laughs> it's just you and I from now on that come first. I'm not ashamed to say that I was eavesdropping every bit of that conversation from behind the hedge in the rose garden. But how dare they? Change Drayton Hall. Cast me out. Oh, no, never. You go first, Lady Misfit. Can't 
understand how Charles can stand to have you around to remind him of... Then it isn't quite the same. But how can I move unless I have her to myself? And then suddenly, by the most tremendous stroke of luck, it was all arranged. Hello? Yes, this is he. What? Good Lord, oh, Mrs. Chatham, I am sorry. I'm devastated. What can I do? Oh, yes, 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 of course. I'm devastated. What can I do? Oh, yes, 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 of course. No, 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 no. I wouldn't have it any other way. One of the best friends I ever... Look, I'll drive up right away and stay through the funeral. Yes, only too glad to be of help. What is it, darling? Something happened to Reggie. He's dead. Heart attack. Just like that. Oh. His mother is in an absolute state. Can't take hold. Look, I'll, um, I'll throw some clothes in a bag and go there right away. I'll go with you. What? Oh, no, dear. Wouldn't work. Under, under the circumstances, much better I go alone. You will excuse me, won't you? And now I had her to myself. As soon as she was safely in her bed that first night... I started the water dripping. Not for long, just long enough to find out if it would waken her, and she'd hear it. I don't want to be alone again. Oh, Charles. Charles, I love you so. All right with you here, but when you're away, I... What's that? What's that sound? You're sure you didn't hear it, Meg? Not a sound, darling. It's a loose faucet or something, maybe in the plumbing. It's a, it's a strange sound. And Don't it you be... worry. We'll have Giles get rid of it. Matter of fact, why don't we stroll down to the lake right now? What's he doing down there? He's installing a little present from me to you. Present? Yes. A light. So you can illuminate your favorite waterfall and the local legend. The Lady of the Mist. Oh, I've forgotten about her. Yes, let's get out into the air and listen to some pleasant-sounding water. And maybe you could tell me the legend about her? Delighted to, dear. And Giles can add his own embroideries. <laughs> he makes it quite an adventure, like listening to a ghost story on a windy night when one was a child. I had to move fast I had much time And I could see my way to Removing Vanessa from my life And hers Charming English gentlewoman Meg Drake Isn't she? And it's becoming quite clear In her genteel way Mad. Mad as a hatter. But does she really think in a few days she can drive Vanessa mad? Or what is the way that is quite clear to her? 
I'll return shortly with Act Three. So here we go with Meg leading Vanessa down the garden walk in more ways than one. And now, the closer we come to the waterfall, which looks so charming at a distance, and whose gentle sound is muted and not heard at the manor, a different picture of it emerges. The terrain is lovely. The soft screen of water that falls, a truly beautiful curtain of mist. And the lake stretching beyond, smooth as glass. But right beneath the rock, where the water falls, is a pool that spins in a quite terrifying counterclockwise whirl, creating a deep bowl with a hole at the bottom that seems to suck everything away into infinity. I like it better from a distance. It's a little shivery close up. Especially that evil-looking swirl of water in the pool. It's like, like some huge drain. What is it? Oh, that'd be the entrance to the cave or the other world, like where she lives. He means the Lady of the Mist. Well, what was her? What is her story, anyway? Oh, she was some poor lady in the Middle Ages. The lady of the old castle which used to stand where the manor house is now. Built on some of the old foundations is the manor. Possible. At all events, men being what they are, and the lady's husband lost interest in her for some other woman, or more than one, and one night she came out, just as dusk was falling, and threw herself into the pool. Committed suicide? Oh, anything falls in that pool gets sucked down out of sight. Shaft there seems to have no bottom. She doesn't want their bodies, you see, only their souls. But what for? To keep her company on the other side. Wherever she lives between heaven and hell. They say she puts the water madness on them. And when that happens, no matter how strong a fence you build, you can't keep the animals in. No holding them when they hear the sound of water in their heads that draws them in. The sound of water in their heads. Oh, I'm kind of sorry now I got this close to it at all. Had to happen sooner or later. Best to have things out in the open. Oh, by the way, Giles, her ladyship thought she heard some sort of water noise in the house last night. Any idea what it could be? Why, no, ma'am. You know, we checked everything out before Sir Charles and her ladyship came back. Oh, unless... Have another look and see, will you? Yes, sir. Uh, did you hear it too? No, uh, not a sound. Uh, what's the matter, Giles? Oh, uh, why not in my mouth? I was just remembering what you told me about the first lady. That'll be quite enough. On you go back to the house, child. Your ladyship and I will follow. Oh, yes, ma'am. Shall we get away from here? It's damp and dreary. Yes, let's. It's out of the sun. I can feel a chill in my bones. Meg, what was it that Giles started to say about the first lady, Drayton? The first? I mean, Brenda. You cut him off, didn't you? Did I? I don't know that I meant to. Why would I? You're hiding something from me, Meg. Oh, dear. I'm, I'm not a very good dissembler, but I'd, I'd rather you ask Charles about Charles it. isn't here. Anyway... He said she died of pneumonia, didn't she? Well, Van, dearest, 
It was just a little, oh, you might say, white lie. He he just wanted to save your feelings. Save my feelings? About what? <gasps> oh, she was found in the lake. Well, oh. yes. She, she fell off the rock. Oh, dear, I didn't want you to know. Charles will be very annoyed with me. It was an accident? Well, now it's out, I suppose you might as well know all the way. It was suicide. Both Giles and I saw her, but were too late to stop her. Oh, how awful. But why? Why? I, I think we've talked enough if about it. If you don't tell me, I'll, I'll get it from Giles. It's a silly theory. He thinks his Lady of the Mist resents anyone who tries to take her place as the Lady of the Manor. Why? Did every one of them drown? I have no idea. You see, the manor was empty for years until Charles and I reopened it. Everything's changed now. You certainly haven't a thing in the world to worry about. Everything was ticking along like clockwork. Or better still, like a jigsaw puzzle. A pattern was being built to create the picture I needed. I did some things that night. Took the telephone receiver on the maid's floor hall off the hook so Charles couldn't get through if he tried to call. When I turned the tap on, I left it running most of the night. Good morning, Vanessa. What's the matter? Didn't you sleep well? Oh, Meg, I had the most awful night. Whatever is the matter? Here, let me get you some tea. I've been up all night. You couldn't sleep. Why? Well, first of all, I was expecting Charles to call me. And I waited and I waited. I just don't understand why he didn't call. Well, maybe he will today. Is that what kept you up all night? Oh. Charles didn't find out what was wrong, did he, what that leak was? No, my dear, he couldn't find a thing. Don't tell me you heard it again. It started about one o'clock, and it lasted most of the night. You didn't hear it. No, I didn't hear a thing, and I'm a very light sleep. Is it still going on now? No. It stopped about an hour ago, just as mysteriously as it began. Oh, and there's another thing, Meg. Yes, dear. It, it was kind of you about the light. Light on the waterfall, but... Maybe if you wouldn't mind. <laughs> oh, Van, dear, what is it? You must tell me. No. <laughs> I was so restless with that, that Chinese water torture going on. And I could see the light was on. And I I went to the window and... And what? Well, I know it's just... Auto-suggestion or whatever you call it, but I could swear I saw a woman in white behind the spray, and I, I, I even thought I heard her voice. I think we ought to have Dr. Vickers over to look at you. Oh, no. Oh, no, please, I don't want... 
I don't need a strange doctor. I'll be all right. All I need is some sleep. Oh, it was all working deliciously. The timing was going to be perfect. And this time I was going to be quite safe. It had been very risky with Brenda. I made the tea, dosing it carefully. Carried it up to the hall table. Nipped up to the next floor and started the tap again. And put the phone back on the hook. Not asleep. Here's the nice cup of tea I promised you. Sleep with that awful, unending, relentless noise. What noise, dear? You mean you can't hear it? You don't mean the water sound. It's driving me mad. Can't we stop it? Darling, there's nothing to stop. Whatever it is, it's all in your... I shouldn't put it that way. You must have an inner ear infection or something. Now, really, this time I insist. I am going to call Dr. Vickers. Yes. Maybe a better. At least, maybe he can give me a sedative. Yes. Now, in the meantime, you must drink your tea. Don't you hear it? Darling, why wouldn't I tell you if I did? <laughs> Why wouldn't I tell her indeed? Oh, everything was going just splendidly. She drank her tea obediently, not realizing she was getting another nice jolt to keep her on the ragged edge. Then I called the doctor. On the way down to let him in, I turned off the tap, of course. Very sensitive, very highly strung young lady. She doesn't take any kind of medicine, does she? Oh, no, Dr. Vickers. Not now, anyway. Uh, what do you mean, not now, Miss Strayton? I told you about her parents, how protected she'd been, and that she'd been under psychiatric care for several years. Oh, yes, possibly, possibly. There is a slight dilation of the pupils, uh, but then she's under such a strain that I... a very unstable girl. You... Oh, you think this girl might be uh, uh, suicidal? It's what terrifies me. Ah, 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 ah. Well, I, I've given her a sedative and she should rest now. I'll look in again after supper. She should be watched very closely, very closely. I, I don't think she should be left alone for a moment, uh, just in case. I could promise him that all right silly old daughter. This time I knew I had him locked up as my witness if I needed him. Now all I had to do was wait for dusk and hope the last act would play itself as perfectly. Vanessa, what are you doing up? I, I wanted to call Charles, but something seems to be wrong with the phone. It's always acting up in the country. But maybe he's been trying to get in touch with me. Oh, can't we go to the village and phone? But Charles took the car. Isn't there a carriage? Or could we go by horse? Oh, I wouldn't think of it. It's much too far in your condition. But Giles has a phone. I could go over there. Oh, no, I don't want to be left alone in the house. Well, if you feel up to it, dear, it isn't far. You would come along and make the call yourself. Oh, yes. Oh, please. Please take me. <laughs> 
sorry. I'm so slow, Meg. I I just feel so dizzy and weak. It's so dark. Don't worry, my little one. You'll soon be at rest. What are you stopping for? Come along. All right, Meg. But isn't, isn't that the waterfall? Of course. We have to go over the path across to the top to no, get the dial. I don't want to go. Wait. I, I don't want to go that way. It's the only way for you to go. The only way you have to go. Meg, you're hurting me. Don't, don't worry. You soon won't ever hurt again. Just like Brenda, only this time easier. What are you doing? Sending you to join your lady of the mist. Oh. Won't it be sad when you turn up days later drunk? You are mad. You're no, you are a mad one. Going to be a suicide just like Dr. Vickers was afraid you might. No! Meg! Meg, in heaven's name, are you out of your mind? Charles, uh, let me go! No! Van! Van, what's going on? <laughs> Darling! I've been trying to reach you since yesterday. I was frantic when I couldn't get through and you didn't call me, so I drove back. When I found the house empty, I went running over to Giles, half crazy, wondering what had taken place. When I, and then I just saw you. But why didn't you phone Giles? Darling, Giles doesn't have a phone. She lied about that, too. Everything. Everything has been a lie. No, no, calm down. What? What was a lie? What? Who? What are you talking about? Eric! She was trying to kill me. Oh. Throw me over into the lake. Just as she must have done with your first wife. Meg? But where is she? It's too late. When you called out, you distracted her. I was trying to break free, but she lost her balance and she... Maybe we can help. No, no, no. If she went over, no one can help her. And from what you're telling me, nobody should. Ah, poor Meg. She must have been mad as a March hare. Oh, Van, darling. I suppose after this, you won't want anything to do with the Draytons. Oh, darling, I am a Drayton. I just want you to promise me one thing. Don't ever, please, don't just ever leave me again. Meg's body never did turn up, perhaps just as well. And Charles never did leave Vanessa alone from then on. Well, let's be sensible. After the crisis was over... No two sensible people take a statement like that, literally. What both of them did leave alone was Drayton Manor. Forever. Under the same circumstances, what two sensible people wouldn't? I'll be back shortly. The most successful selling cold medicine in the world is a little capsule. It's contact. 
It contains no ingredients for aches and fever, no cough medicine, yet gives you longer relief per dose than any pill, any liquid. Full-time, 24-hour relief of your sneezing, drips, and congestion. Contact. Each tiny time pills contain ingredients to work up to 12 hours. That's longer relief per dose from those symptoms than any pill, any liquid. So, give your cold a contact. All day, all night. Full-time. only as directed. This year, don't just go to another hotel. Go to another world. The Americana world. Whether you're on business or pleasure, all 19 hotels are an uncommon pleasure. Plunge into a world of many pools and beaches. Then smash an ace at our tennis courts. Score a birdie on our golf courses. Or conduct your business just minutes away from your hotel. Americana is a world of convenience. And a gourmet world of everything from the seafood in Mexico City to the sirloin in Washington, D.C. And reserve a ringside table at Americana's world of excitement. With everything from flying Indians to flaming swords, you'll take home a world of memories. Acapulco Surf, Hawaii Sunset, Palm Springs Fairways, San Juan's Casinos, Korea's Temples, New York's Theaters. But you don't have to conquer the Americana world, just a piece of it. Dial toll-free 800-433-1776 for reservations or your travel agent. What's the big idea? The big idea is the Astoria idea. An idea designed to come through with many happy returns for you. Astoria Federal celebrates its new Glen Cove office with big ideas. Free safe deposit boxes for accounts of 5,000 or more. Free souvenirs. A world of door prizes plus 38 exciting gifts for new deposits. In